Welcome to the About Seth podcast, where we're talking all things Seth Godin. Today we're getting tactical and we're talking about websites. Back in 2005, Seth Godin put out, I guess, a series. He put out three free ebooks. And the first of these is called Knock Knock. And it's subtitled, Seth Godin's Incomplete Guide to Building a Website That Works. So I'll be talking through the, the steps that Seth lays out on how to build a website that works. If you'd like to check it out for yourself, as I said, it's free. And with any of Seth's free things, head to www.aboutseth.com slash free. He's got, I guess, a bunch of case studies, a bunch of pictures of what's good and what's not good, but we go through here the step-by-step, I guess, of how to build a website that works. And we start with the big picture. The big picture is we need to think about what a website does. And firstly, a website must do one of two things. It either turns a stranger into a friend and a friend into a customer, and it must talk in a tone of voice that persuades people to believe the story you're telling. So once you've got those two things, you've got the tone of voice that persuades people and you're turning a stranger into a friend and a friend into a customer. Next, a website can cause only four outcomes after it's being seen. First, a reader clicks somewhere and goes somewhere else that you want them to go. Second, a reader might click and give you permission to follow up, perhaps by email or by phone. Or the reader could click and buy something, or the reader tells a friend about your website, either by clicking or blogging or talking to them. So you can, as I said, so you can either get them to go somewhere else that you want, you can get them to give you permission to follow up, they can buy something, or they can tell someone else about it. So they're the four things that your website should do. And if your site attempts to do more than this, you're wasting your time and money, and more importantly, your focus. Next, Seth wants us to think, why bother? Sometimes it's hard to embrace the fact that, yes, you're trying to sell something. It might be a product or a service, or maybe just an idea. Whatever it is, you're trying to do something with that website. If you're not, then get out. There's no point spending your time, money, effort, and focus if you don't have a clear objective. So you need to work out that clear objective first. You shouldn't just build a website for the sake of of having it. A website should be a specific step in a process. Well, that should be what every website is for, to have that clear objective. But sometimes it's not, because too many websites are trying to do too many different things. HTML is a powerful tool constantly misused by people who believe that just because they can do something, they should. Just about everything you think you know about websites is wrong. What the establishment has taught you about web design and strategy is largely self-serving, expensive, time-consuming, and completely ineffective. What you need is a certainty of knowing that you ought to do something, one thing, and then you need the will to do it. So you need the certainty of knowing that you ought to do that one thing, and then you need that will to do it. Seth talks about a simple, predictable progression 
of knock-knock jokes. So you always start with the same line, you get a predictable response, you continue through that structured interaction, and then you deliver the punchline. This step-by-step formula makes it easy to build new knock-knock jokes. Firstly, you announce the joke, then the jokey chooses to ignore you or engage with the expected response. The exchange that follows is simple, and sometimes the jokey gets the joke and smiles. Maybe let's add a, a little chuckle. Maybe, (laughs) because knock-knock jokes aren't that good. So what Seth is saying is that because it's easy to build knock-knock jokes because there's a simple formula, he's saying it's easy to build new websites if you know the simple formula. So now we're going to go through the steps. Step one, he says, buy traffic. Okay, so getting traffic. This is where you announce the joke. This is where you say knock-knock. Seth assumes that you buy traffic because he's saying that Anyone, any fool with money can buy traffic. Obviously, it's better to not buy traffic, but he's saying that the first step can be buy traffic. Anyone, any fool with money can buy traffic. Everyone's heard of Google. Seth talks about Google AdWords. And so he says, creating an effective AdWord campaign. Obviously, this was written in 2005, so there's plenty more ways to buy traffic, but Google is probably still one of the best ways. So say in AdWords, you pick a word or phrase that describes your product, and you can even pick words that you don't want to show your product. You write a short headline followed by a sentence that makes a promise. Figure out how much you're willing to pay to get one person to click on that ad one time, and figure out how many people you want at that price, and that will determine, I guess, your overall budget or spend. Seth says there's an art to writing an effective AdWords ad, but that isn't necessarily as important as the arithmetic behind it. The guide goes on here to, he tells a few pages of, I guess, the the simple maths behind creating an AdWords campaign. If you've got the the free ebook there, pages 11 to 13 show you, but essentially it's working out how much money are you going to make from one person clicking onto your site based on the, the value of an average spend based on the conversion rate from clicks, based on the number of clicks. So I guess it's it's a matter of you putting your numbers into that formula. It's pretty simple. Check it out, I'd say, on pages 11 to 13 of that free ebook. As long as you can measure that cost per click and as long as that cost per click uh, is less than the value, I guess, or the profit you're getting from a sale, then you're winning. A good website gets the largest percentage of people to do what you set out for them to do in the first place. Seth's first big rule, view your site as a series of steps, steps that go from a stranger clicking on an ad all the way to a satisfied customer telling 10 friends. Figure out which step is least efficient and focus all your energy on making it more efficient and measure everything. Next, step two is tell a story. The purpose of a web page is to start a conversation. You need to tell a story. The same story won't work for everyone or for every product or for every service. But as a general principle, the tone of voice of each page in a website must match the expectations of the visitor. If there is a mismatch, they'll misunderstand you or worse, they'll leave. Choose a tone that matches or exceeds the tone of your successful competitors. But at the same time, one person's appropriate vernacular is another person's trite over design. So you have to choose. You're not going to be able to please everyone and you shouldn't try. If you try to please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. 
So imagine your best audience and cater just to them. Your best audience should be large. They should be likely to find you or click on your paid ads. And they should be likely to respond to your message. All these three components must be present. If one is missing, the other two don't matter. Step three is treat different people differently. Now, I really like this step here. A new visitor to your site is busy getting first impressions, but someone returning to your site already knows you and they know what you can offer. So you should show these two different types of people two different types of information. He said you can set a cookie and with that information present repeat visitors with something different to first timers. You don't have to have a fixed homepage. You can have various different entry points termed landing pages depending on where people come from. If they click on an ad for a special deal, take them to that special deal, not to your generic homepage. And that makes sense. You wouldn't tell a knock-knock joke that started one way but ended with a different punchline. That wouldn't work. Always be thinking, what do I want them to do? If you don't know what you want them to do, you can't expect them to do it. So you want to create a grooved path, a simple, easy-to-follow series of steps that gets people from here to there. Not every person will follow it, but more people will follow a planned route than if you didn't bother to create one for them at all. So I really like that. Depending on where people come from, get them into your website at different entry points, showing them different things. Step four is test and measure. You need to change things all the time to see what's working and what's working best. You should change your pages, your offers, your descriptions, and then just see what happens. Sometimes the results will get better. Sometimes they might get worse. And use this information to constantly improve. If you change your site all the time, you'll demolish any competitor who just assumes they got it right the first time and is now stuck. People hate this step because it feels like a lot of work. Seth says that even as he's writing it, he's thinking about taking a break. (laughs) But Seth says failing is actually a lot of work. Updating your site all the time is kind of fun, he says. Challenge yourself or your staff or your freelancers to create a better page that beats your current standard. Three other things Seth would like to say. First, choice is a bad thing. If people are faced with too many options, they opt not to make a choice at all and leave or later regret their decision. Rather than presenting all 25 of your products at once, group them into three or four broader categories so people aren't seeing all of the options at once and getting that choice overload. Second, contact is a good thing. If you have a website, you probably want to interact with your customers. So include your real phone number and real email address and include it on every page. And thirdly, no dead ends, no error pages. If you have a search box on your site, it's better to give any result even if it doesn't find the exact match. If I'm a customer and I've just searched on your page, don't tell me sorry and give me nothing in exchange for that hard work. Give me a discount or give me a secret item or give me at least a a joke. Put something there instead of, sorry, nothing was found. Put something there in the search results that uh, is at least funny or beneficial. And a a, a quote I really like here is, you can't make me, but you can make it easy. So you can't make people buy, but you can make it as easy as possible to buy from you. An issue with most websites is that they don't make an offer and they don't make it easy. You need to include a clear 
If you do this, we'll do that. It takes guts to say, here is the one thing I want you to do. It's actually easier to just list every possible choice. But giving them every choice leads to them not making a choice. So make it clear, make it easy, tell them what you want from them. And then you can make it easy for them to decide, do they want to do it or not? Most web pages that can't convert were built by an engineer or a true believer, not a marketer. Good marketers understand that a web page isn't some special window on the truth. It's not literature. It's just another marketing device. As a device, your page is there to get the viewer from here to there, from stranger to friend. From in one or two clicks, you want them in and then out. Knock, knock. Three questions. Here are the three questions that you must answer about every single page you build. So not only the website as a whole, but every single page on there. First, you need to ask who is there. So who is going to be looking at that page? Second, you need to ask what do you want them to do? And third, you need to instantly tell them a persuasive story that gets them to do what you want them to do. If you can't pull off number three, telling that persuasive story, don't bother building the page. Give them small steps, make promises, keep them, test and measure. And Seth says at the end, I don't know if this is going to work. I do know that it costs almost nothing to test it. Knock, knock, who's there? So just as a quick recap over here, get some traffic to your site. You can buy traffic if the cost of buying traffic is, is less than the value you'd receive from getting that traffic to your site. Step two is tell a story uh, and make your story, I guess, congruent. Make the language congruent with what your audience would expect. Step three is treat different people differently. Try and give them different entry points. And step four is always test and measure. And a few other things in summary, choice is bad, contact is good, don't give people dead ends or error pages, and always ask yourself, who's seeing this page, what do you want them to do, and how can you tell them a story that gets them to do it? So like most Seth's things, there's no specifics of this is exactly what you need to do. It's more big picture, it's more ideas, it's more how to think about it, and you can go away and find the specifics elsewhere. But I really liked this knock-knock. Even though it was back in 2005, it's still very relevant today, I think. Like most Seth things, they're evergreen because they aren't the specifics there. They're tools and tactics that change all the time, but the strategy is there. The overall, this is what your website should be doing, is definitely still relevant today. Next, we're going to be talking about his next free uh, incomplete guide, he says, which is more about blogs. So if you'd like knock-knock, Check it out at aboutseth.com slash free. It's free. Check it out. There's uh, examples, there's case studies, and there's a bit more how-tos in there uh, rather than this overall strategy that I couldn't present, obviously, in this strictly audio medium. So check it out, www.aboutseth.com slash free. Look for Knock Knock, and the next episode will be Who's There? Thank you for listening to the About Seth podcast. I hope you learned something along the way. I strongly urge you to check out more Seth Godin. You could either buy one of his books, check out one of his TED Talks, or subscribe to his daily blog. Or go to aboutseth.com. Seth.com.